Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Every born-again believer has the Holy Spirit residing on the inside of us to do the work of the Lord. What is it going to take for us to allow the Spirit of God in us to reach those who do not know Jesus Christ? I'm bringing you this message today to encourage you to release the power that's on the inside of you so people can come to know Christ and their lives are changed forever. What the world needs now more than anything else is the salvation power of Jesus Christ to turn our culture and our country around. Grab a hold to your Bible today and come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. What's the good news? The good news is that all have sinned and all need a Savior. They can argue about whether they are sinning or not. I'm, well, who are you to tell me? Hey, listen, I'm just a messenger. Jesus gave his life. Jesus shed his blood to pay the penalty for sin in order that those who believe in him should receive salvation. Jesus died so that we might live. Now, if believers are to effectively engage the world system, you can't be part of it. You can't be acting like the world, walking like the world, talking like the world, behaving like the world if you're going to engage them. If you're going to act like them, if you haven't been transformed by the renewing of your mind, then don't go out there and try to engage them to come to Christ. Then it's not going to work. First and foremost, Christians witness to the world. Secondly, Christian witness is from the Father. It's from God. Look at verse 26. When the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father... The spirit of truth goes out from the Father. God wants people to be saved. And the primary witness to Jesus Christ is God the Father. God is orchestrating. God is working through the Holy Spirit, through his Son. And he is working to bring people to himself. See, as Jesus was being baptized in the Jordan River, the Bible says a voice came from heaven and said, This is my Son, whom I am well pleased. He's here to do my work. When Jesus took Peter, James, and John up to the Mount of Transfiguration, and they saw Elijah, and they saw Moses, and they saw Jesus standing there, Moses representing the law, Elijah representing the prophets, God spoke and says, this is my beloved son. Hear him. He's greater than the law. He's greater than the prophets. He's there to save mankind. He is the deliverer of all men. He is my son, hear him. The father testified of the son by sending the counselor, the helper, the spirit of truth. Now that spirit of truth means that when the spirit speaks, he speaks with truth. And he speaks into the heart of those who come to Christ. If you've ever come to Christ, and, and many of you have, it was a spirit of truth that spoke into your heart that got you to the point. You said, I need change in my life. That wasn't just you. It wasn't just your idea. That was the Holy Spirit drawing you to God as he chose you. John said this in the book of 1 John chapter 5. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies because the Spirit is the truth. So first of all, we witness to the world. Secondly, 
Christian witness is from God. And third, Christian witness is about the Son of God. Verse 26 says, he will testify about me. We began our church in 94, and sometime in 95, Pastor Jack and I would go out on Saturdays, and we were in Greens Point. We would go to apartment complexes, and we, we'd have information about our church, and we'd knock on doors, and, and we invite people to the church. And then the Lord kind of called me on the carpet and said, you're inviting people to the church, but you're not inviting anybody to Jesus. We can get busy doing something good, but it's not the proper thing that we ought to be about. So before you talk to people and try to get them to, to your church, do you, are you interested in them coming to Christ? We testify about the Son, not about how good the music is, how nice the building is, how nice the children's ministry is. You ought to come to our church. We've got a nice children's ministry. That's true. Don't neglect the main thing is people coming to Christ because there's a lot of people coming to church that ain't going to heaven. I mentioned to someone the other day, I said, you don't even have to be saved to join our church. You have to be saved to go to heaven. This ain't heaven. You'll find that out when you come often. (laughs) This is not heaven. So don't even get this mixed up. So we're not trying to get people to join the church before they join their life to Jesus Christ. That's the main thing. Because there are going to be people in church that ain't going to heaven. Everybody in church ain't saved. They might just like church. They just come because they like to hear me preach. But they're not saved. And they ain't going to heaven. But you can stay here if you want to. We're trying to get out of here because the Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die. And then after you die, the judgment will take place for you. We're trying to get you ready to meet your judge and your king who's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter on in to heaven's gate. Or he's going to say, I didn't know you at all. Excuse me, but I don't know you. You're going to have to go down that road to hell. No, but I was at church. Uh, no, yeah, but I, I don't know you. I was in the choir. Yeah, the devil used to be in the choir. The Holy Spirit's primary ministry to the lost world is to testify about Jesus. The message of the church is not a political message. It's not activism, but it's Jesus Christ. Peter's first sermon on the day of Pentecost Uh, When all those people were standing around watching them, he says, this Jesus whom you have crucified is Lord and Christ and God raised him up again, of which we were all witnesses. And the Bible says and the spirit, the people were cut to the heart by the spirit of God. And they said, well, what do we need to do? He said, repent and be baptized and be saved. Paul said to the church of Corinth, I am determined to know nothing among you except Christ and him crucified. That's all I know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. When all is said and done, it's Christ and him crucified. People's number one need is salvation, and we need to get them the gospel as a priority. See, much of evangelism today is focused on meeting people's felt needs. Oh, let's go out and and meet this need. There's nothing wrong with meeting a need, but that's what the the focus of evangelism is. Let's go out and take some food to the hungry. That's good. Well, let's go out and do this for some people. Let's go out and meet their need. And then you don't tell them anything about Jesus. 
Their need is salvation. Their primary need is salvation. You know, while you're eating this sandwich, let me tell you, Jesus saves. Have you ever given your life to Christ? Have you ever considered Jesus, what Jesus did for you on the cross? So tell them about salvation with the sandwich. No, that's good. Salvation sandwiches. Let's make some salvation sandwiches. And say, this is a salvation sandwich. What's that? It's a sandwich that you're going to eat while I'm telling you about salvation. We're doing a good thing, but we're not doing what God has asked us to do. And the church is not reaching people. We are not changing the culture. The culture is still slouching toward Gomorrah because the church folks are not doing what God called us to do, even though he gave us every bit of power and anointing and ability to do it. We're just not doing it. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. If there's going to be witness, the fourth thing is, and as I close down, Christian witness is through believers. It's through believers. The believers have to do the work. In verse 27, it says, and you must, you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Believers are on the front line of witnessing to the world. Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit, and it's the Holy Spirit who enables us to effectively testify to the world about Jesus. Now, don't get this thing in my, I I don't want to say anything to anybody, you know. We'll talk about everything else except Jesus. I told somebody the other day, they said, well, I can't talk about Jesus on the job. I said, you're going to talk about the Super Bowl right after it's open, over. You're going to go in and say, did you see the Super Bowl? Man, did you see that last play? You're going to talk about that. You can say, hey, did you see what Jesus did? You see that last play when he got up out the grave? Anybody ever told you what Jesus did? No. No, what did he do? Jesus died on the cross and rose up out of the grave so we can be saved. Anybody never told you that? No, anybody never told me that. Really? All you got to do is to believe Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He'll come into your life, change your life, man. You ain't got to break out the Bible and, and take him all the way through the book of uh, Genesis Somebody say, I know the Bible. I know it all the way from generation to revolution. (laughs) You don't have to take it all the way from generation to revolution. Just tell them Jesus saves. (laughs) Jesus told his disciples to stay in Jerusalem until they were empowered from on high with the Holy Spirit. It would be then and only then would they have the power to be witnesses to the world. The truth is this, whoever call on the name of the Lord will be saved. But it can only happen when believers proclaim to them the saving truth of the gospel. Here's your part. Ephesians 2, 8 says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourself, it is the gift of God. All of us who have been saved, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Not, for, not of yourself, it's a gift of God. Not by works so that no one can boast. And let's look at verse 10. For we are God's workmanship. Stop right there for just a minute. We are God's workmanship. We, you are. The person sitting next to you is God's workmanship created in Christ to do good work 
which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, Satan knows of this work which God has prepared for us in advance. So his strategy is this. He's going to distract you from the work. He's going to distract you with disappointments, with disillusionment, depression, distance, defeatist attitude, and all of these kinds of things. But you were created in Christ to do good works. You were chosen by Christ to be fruitful. You were called by Christ to the work which he's prepared in advance for you. You were created, you were chosen, you were called. I want you to think about this for yourself. You can say, I, am, I was created, I was chosen, I was called. The message of Jesus Christ has never changed. His purpose for those who would believe on him and follow him was for us to be engaged in the ministry of reaching others for the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. He wants to use us through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost to be effective witnesses for his kingdom. This is Jerry G. Martin, and if you would like to hear today's message again, you can hear it on our podcast on The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this opportunity as well to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in North Houston, Atascacita, Fall Creek, Summer Creek, Kingwood, you're in our neighborhood. So come on out and be our guest. We trust that God will bless your time with us. Also want to let you know that we do have a bookstore on our campus. At the Beacon Bookstore, you can get Bibles, study materials, church supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you need. If we don't have it, we can order it for you. It's right here on our campus at the Light of the World. Call the Beacon at 281 481-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. If you heard the word of God and you would desire someone to stand with you in prayer, call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.